With us today is former Congressman Peter King, one common sense uh, individual, and uh, we haven't heard Peter King's comments yet on the State of the Union, and uh, let's get a common sense uh, uh, evaluation. Uh, Peter King, welcome to the show Sunday morning. I hope you had your cup of coffee already. Uh, give us your evaluation of where the heck you think our, our country is in, in, in relationship to the world and where are we going? John, I was very disappointed in the State of the Union uh, that uh, President Biden had an opportunity to reach out more to Republicans. Listen, he can make his partisan points. I understand that. I was there when Bill Clinton was the president, Newt Gingrich was the speaker, and they were most times hostile toward each other. But in these type speeches, President Clinton would say enough to keep the Democrats happy, but then he would find a way to reach out to Republicans. And uh, specifically after the Republicans took back to Congress in 1994, the following year, he and Newt Gingrich started working together. They actually ended up, uh, I guess, in 1996 with a balanced budget with welfare reform, and he was able to get it done based on the way President Biden was the other day, accusing the Republicans of want to do away with Social Security, uh, taking cheap shots like that. Uh, I thought he was also over the top when it came to being critical of the police. Uh, there was very little room there at all to start anything constructive. I thought Kevin McCarthy has gone out of his way as the Republican leader, as the speaker, to meet with President Biden and say he wants to find ways to compromise. And so I, I think Joe Biden really disappointed. I think it's unfortunate that some Republicans took the bait and started heckling the president, calling him a liar. Uh, I think the average American watching that makes it you know, looks like a gong show or a circus. So I think they, they really missed the opportunity by doing that. Uh, President Biden, by not being, uh, offering more of a compromise, and by some Republicans, by taking the bait and yelling out at Joe Biden. So the American people looking at it say, you know, there's no leadership coming from anywhere. And I feel bad for Kevin McCarthy, because he basically wanted his people, his uh, members to be respectful and quiet and uh, let the president say what he had to, and then... Afterwards, you do your news conferences, you put out your statements, and you say where you disagree with the president. But don't create sympathy for him. And, and what I was disappointed in, look, I, I respect the president of the United States because he is the president. And uh, what I was disappointed in, uh, where he started uh, yelling uh, about uh, uh, trying to drive away Social Security and Medicare, which is not true. Uh, this is uh, something that that they have to review between the, all the all the uh, Democrats and all the Republicans because the problem is people are living longer and they were going to raise the, the, the retirement age a little bit to reflect uh, the longer lifespan. Isn't that true? Yeah, listen, uh, the idea here is to save Social Security. You're right. People are living much longer than they did before. Uh, the Social Security Fund is going to be running out of money. And this has nothing to do with borrowing money from Social Security at all. The fact is, people are living longer, uh, and there's also less people in the workforce. used to be, at, you know, when Social Security is founded, you have five, six, seven children in a family, who, who, or five or six, seven people in a family are working, and then you have people with a lifespan, you know, somewhere in maybe 65 or 66. Now you have people living well into their 80s, you have maybe two people in a family working. So there's less workers, there's more retirees. And it's going to be a real issue. And how do you work around that? Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill were able to do that. They were able to find a compromise. Uh, There's some, some changes made as far as retirement age, affecting no one at all who is on Social Security now 
or who would be going on it in the near future. The idea was to protect future generations. And Joe Biden, by trivializing it, saying Republicans wanted to end Social Security and Medicare, that's really, it's, it's wrong. It's disgraceful. I think that. the president so, of the United States has to bring the American people together, not further divide them. And that's my only big beef with the president. Uh, I mean, my other beef is allowing uh, the, those borders to be opened. A country without borders is not a country. It's not a country. And as we pointed out, I think there's been more people killed from fentanyl just in the last year, which basically comes across the border, unfortunately, that were killed in Vietnam, Iraq, and Afghanistan, and Korea all, all together. So this is really, uh, uh, again, it is a national disgrace. It's a national uh, crisis. And the president barely mentioned it. He barely mentioned China. Uh, and uh, it was, I thought it was, listen, there's a time and place for politics and the State of the Union. There's always going to be some politics, but statesmanship should predominate. And in this case, it was all politics. And the president, I think, made a very big mistake. I guess I was disappointed in that. Uh, and just, we have to bring the country together, uh, Congressman. I mean, uh, in, it, we have bigger enemies to worry about. We should not be each other's enemy. We're, we're not fighting a civil war. We should be united. I, I liked the vote that they took censuring China. Tell, tell everybody what, what that vote was. Yeah, basically, Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker, and the Republican Party introduced a resolution, a bipartisan resolution, basically condemning China and saying what a threat China is to the United States. And uh, that was passed by a vote of 419 to nothing. And Kevin McCarthy would not allow Republicans to put language in there criticizing Biden. because He said on an issue like this, we should be united, not taking partisan shots. I think Kevin showed real statesmanship there. I give him credit for that. And it did show a sense of unity that the country has not had for a while. So to me, congratulations to Kevin McCarthy for showing the type of common sense leadership that's necessary. Anything else you want to tell the American people? No, John, I think, again, you're talking about common sense. I think one area we are seeing it here in New York is I think Eric Adams is definitely uh, reaching out to the middle ground. He's uh, condemning the woke people in his party, both for government reasons and also political reasons. He feels that they're scaring away uh, you know, different ethnic groups by being so woke by the talk of defunding the police that they're losing uh, groups that traditionally have been voting Democrat and now, you know, they're chasing voters away. So I give Eric Adams for having the guts to stand up to the crazy elements in his own party. Well, Congressman uh, Peter King, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you, John. Have a great Take day. Care. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see.